Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Today, we're talking a little bit about combat chronology. Within Secrets of the Samurai, there's Chapter 7, Strategic Principles of Application. And it's a little bit of a um, detailed discussion. I happen to be looking at the page on the paperback uh, for page 426 of, of drawings, beautiful drawings of a samurai sitting in Seiza um, facing each other. And this is something we talk about a lot when we are showing things to beginners, um, how to bow in and why you have to bow in a certain way. Sometimes it helps to explain to them why, you know, that there's a reason for everything that you do in the techniques. So you, you don't leave things open for opportunity as best as you can. But let me just read a small excerpt and then I'll explain the, the drawings. The integration of mental powers of perception and volition in one direction only thereby channeling the coordinated energy of the entire personality toward the attainment of a strategic purpose comprised the inner factors activating and controlling each weapon and the particular techniques devised for its employment, outer factors. The doctrine of Harage, abundantly tapped by the masters of Bujutsu, was unquestionably instrumental in providing them with the basic ideas and training methods needed to achieve that integration. Okay, so we're going to skip around a tiny bit. In reality, combat develops according to a certain chronological pattern. That is, it consists of a series of moments or, or stages, each with its own characteristic problems and set of circumstances each so complex and oftentimes unexpected that it was not sufficient merely to devise weapons, invent techniques, and develop inner control. It was also necessary to take into account the most appropriate strategy for their effective utilization in combat. Therefore, the basic questions which Bujutsu masters and experts had to answer were, when confronted with imminent combat, should a man attack his opponent before the latter could launch his attack? Or was it more effective and advantageous in a strategic sense to allow an opponent to attack first and then launch a devastating counterattack? Finally, was it better to simply defend oneself by neutralizing an attack effectively but without necessarily launching a counterattack. In effect, what were the advantages and the disadvantages of these three major strategies of combat? Experience in the theory and practice of combat demonstrated that attacking was a strategy which made it possible for a person to employ a weapon and technique against an opponent before the latter could launch an attack of his own. It was based therefore upon a certain degree of initiative, upon an element of surprise, upon the opponent's lack of preparedness, 
Counterattack was another primary strategy of combat, one which made it possible for the same subject to employ a weapon and technique against an opponent once the latter had launched his attack. This strategy was based accordingly upon a well-timed reaction which actually used the opponent's own attack as a means of defeating him or her or they. Defense, finally, was a strategy of combat which all which allowed the same subject to prevent his opponent's weapon and techniques from reaching their intended objective, thus neutralizing their dangerous potentialities. And with that, we'll be right back. And we are back. So as promised, I'm going to do my best to describe the, the photographs or the, the sketchings on page 426, 427. And it, it shows the positions. There are, let's see, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There are 10 different illustrations of the samurai sitting opposite each other in different stages of combat uh, in Seiza. And the first picture shows them with their their swords in their um, in the scabbards, their, you know, their positions, um, you know, in their holding positions, but they're both sitting in Seiza with their hands placed on their laps in the ready position as if they were bowing in the way we all sit to start class and end class facing each other with the proper mind and so the picture the second picture shows and the description says attack preventive and so one samurai is he's drawn his sword and is attacking in showman then the second set from Seiza is the attack simultaneous. And it's a beautiful illustration. Of course, you know, this is Secrets of the Samurai by Oscarati and Adele Westbrook. Their books are just exquisite. Their illustrations are so beautiful. This attack simultaneous is the same somewhat attack preventive by one samurai and then just about to fully uh, sort of approach uh, going through Irimi, but not quite getting there. While the second samurai is simply, while in Seiza, striking at the side of the body. It's beautiful uh, when you see the symmetry right there. Um, and then the third set is... They're, they're sort of doing the same attack simultaneous. And so instead of going Irimi, the same samurai is doing uh, showman Irimi, but the second samurai is responding by Ushiro um, and sort of uh, covering the head instead of going, of entering at the same time. And the third set, or let's see, yes, the third set says attack, defense, and counterattack. 
So you see, it's just beautiful, this illustration. So this is why I urge you, if you don't have this book, please get it. Um, the first samurai is attempting to do showman from Suwariwaza, I should say. The second one is still in Seiza, but draws his sword and is able to cut across the, the stomach area, the, uh, the solar plexus. And then the other set shows, um, they always start in the ready position in the illustrations. And so the other um, counterattack or the defense is the showman again. It's all coming from the same showman attack. And um, it's sort of repeating the same defense of covering the head, you know, blending. And then they put their swords away. <laughs> defense. Um, so, yeah, putting the defense. So anyway, um, it's quite interesting because then I guess further into the chapter, which I'm, I'm not reading, so I'm leaving it up to you to get the book to, to read further into the details. But, you know, when you think about training and all the possibilities, as they mentioned in this excerpt about not getting a, a weapon for every single type of response or attack, that there's, there's also these other components that are taking place with how do you respond. And, you know, the repetition, of course, is key. That is a foundation. It's standard repetition because then these other senses develop uh, of response because on the street in real time you don't have time to think so you have to coordinate with everything that you have in your being so that when these opportunities come that yes you can learn as many weapons as possible everything that you can possibly then you start to see how a weapon can be anything at 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 after a certain time period. So it's not just the sword you have in the classroom, but you may not have that sword, but something else can become it. Or the same way that attacks come towards you, after a while, it's no longer just a, a, the, the hand and the fist, but it just becomes shapes. It becomes what is mentioned and what Late Sugano Sensei has also said, that you know Aikido is circles triangles and squares you start to see shapes instead everything changes the, you know it's like the matrix when Neo um, you know as the time progresses you know he starts to develop his, his powers then he's no longer seeing bullets he's seeing something else or you know he's able to blend with what's around him or the agents so called I have to watch the movies again to see again um the correlation to explain it maybe one day I'll do a my own viewpoint of the matrix film if you'd like to see that just make a comment um, of what you think about this episode um, but yeah there we go and this carries on into the real world so you know having a, a routine I think what we can gather in a lay person's view from all this is is the practice and keeping the foundation of practice intact and how you live daily intact for those who don't practice Aikido. Um, but anything you practice, like, you know, when you go to work, how do you apply this type of thinking to your jobs? What is the foundation? You know, what is the work that you do? How do you apply it 
and then to reach perfection, right? Um, maybe it's the tools you use, the papers, the pens, the computers, uh, the ink, the lead and the pencils, um, the notebooks, everything that you have, your, your sitting space, you know, the lighting, all of these tools that you have, you know, can be your weapons, so to speak. Weapons in a positive sense of how you achieve your goals. And then sharpening those tools. Or maybe even adjusting them, upgrading them, changing them, adding to them, subtracting them. You know, putting them aside for rest and using certain things for strategy. How do you use the, the technology, the Zoom? You know, uh, are you taking Toastmasters? Are you practicing your communications? Right? It, it, it's endless. So this whole thing with the attacking, when I'm looking at these illustrations, it's like you could come from any way. You can go enter, you can enter Irimi, or you can go backwards into Shiro, uh, Tenkan, Kaiten, and you have these basic tenets that remain. And then things of, sh- of, the, of the shapes that you're involved in, the mathematics of it all, the science, the geometry, it's all related. So tell your kids, if you have any children, um, or if you have relatives who are youngins, you know, this is another way to involve them in life and, and how things are happening to us, or, or we are working with the universe in making life a better place. All of that. That's, that's a lot to say, right? Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, but it's, it's food for thought. It's a food for thought and it makes life interesting that we can live this way and we can actually feel the difference just like in practice on the mat. And with that, my dear friends, thank you for listening and tuning in to another episode of Aikido Talks and looking forward to seeing you next time.